coupé, mademoiselle. can hear the shuffling of the cards. We're talking about tarot card reading, and we're hoping to give you a sound that would uh, tie into that. So uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I'm Yona Budd, your host, as you know, this evening. And uh, tonight, I'm so excited that we have a futurist, I guess, a, a person that uh, reads into the future using tarot cards. Uh, their name is Nix Noir. Uh, they're a third-generation tarot card reader. Uh, and like the cards they used imbued with the 75 years of wisdom passed down through generations of mysticism and magic within their bloodline. Originally from the Black Mountains of North Carolina, they are the medium and portal through the veil, welcoming the shamanic energies of their familiar spirit to help guide many people through the cycles of healing, death, and rebirth. Traditional folk magic and old world witchcraft is what Nick's practices bringing forth and empower us and our highest potential to reclaim our power. Birthed from the woods of justice, we fight for peace. We fight to be seen. The eyes of the oracle is cultivated expression that has been envisioned by spirit. I am the vessel for which spirit comes through with a message for you. With these readings, we will dive into many lives, uncovering your magic and how to harvest it and remember who you are by welcoming your guides forward to give us insight for what you need to know, as well as how to navigate the earthly realm. That's from the Nick from Nix's website, uh, referred to as the eyes of the oracle.com. Uh, Nix, thank you so much for joining us this evening. How are you? Good, good. Uh, thank you for having me. It's a, it's an absolute, an absolute pleasure. You know, I, I got to tell you, before we kind of kick it off here, I got a bunch of questions for you, but you know, I, I do look at um, my horoscope every day in, in the paper and, you know, the day from day to day, and even from paper to paper, from magazine to magazine, they alter, they're different for every, you know, I'm a Capricorn. So for example, one says, perhaps you're ready to take a relationship to the next level or the very least, finally let someone know how you feel about them. Another one on the same day, you might have something you want to say. So that kind of ties in together, I guess you would say. And then in one of the magazines for the same day, it says that uh, I'm going to be in hard work mode, but you know, for the most part, Nick's, I look at these things and I got to tell you, I, I, I was a non-believer for a very long time, but lately in the last, I don't know, six, seven months, the words seem to speak to me. So I'm really glad that you're on with us this evening and so happy that you could be here because I have so many questions about how, how this happens and, and the reality factor of, of what we're talking about here and, and yeah. how realistic, how accurate some of these readings are. So uh, again, welcome so, uh, so, so much to being here. Uh, did you, Nick, did, did you see the pandemic happening? Did you see it ahead of time? Uh, yeah. Uh, I would say three months before it happened, uh, it actually came to my doorstep and, uh, literally I was rushed, uh, via an ambulance to the hospital, to the emergency room for all the same exact symptoms. They said that I had the flu, bronchitis, pneumonia all at once, <laughs> uh, and, it knocked me down for about a month and I moved through it and I was like, this is not, this is not usual. This is not, uh, the common cold. And while I was in the emergency room, looking at the lights, uh, spirit came to me and was like, this is what is about to happen. Um, 
I didn't know the severity of it. I didn't know how big this was going to be, but it hit me, you know, pretty hard to where I was kind of pondering it probably for the next two months until it actually come out in the news uh, that it was the coronavirus. And before I even read any information about it or watched the news or anything, I had a feeling that this was planned. This was in some way manufactured through fear and manipulation and control, uh, which is still doing right now. Um, so, yeah, I guess you could say that the the spirits around me tied me into the synchronicity uh, of this construct of the collective consciousness to give me the insight to try and help and warn people around me. Because as soon as I had it, uh, I was telling everybody around me that, hey, there's really something going on to be aware of. Something different, something strange. Is, is it when is when we talk about uh, your tarot cards? First of all, I, I'm so sorry that you had to be the, the the vessel from which you know this could springboard. But I I, I sort of get it. Uh, when you talk about the spirits connecting with you, is it mm-hmm. something that is it something that comes like in a dream, in a in a day, you know, when you're when you're awake, when you're asleep, through your cards? Um, how does it? How do the spirits speak to you? when you're not actually doing a reading for somebody else? Uh, Well, in my daily practice through meditation uh, and journey work, uh, I always call forth my guides and sit with them uh, to find out what's going on. What am I about to embrace? What am I moving through? What can I expect um, from the day, from the week? Uh, from the people that I'm encountering uh, to do the readings. And so from the beginning of the day, I'm already up the street and around the corner uh, with that insight. Um, I guess through the synchronicities of numerology, psychology, which I went to school for, uh, divination with the cards, um, signs from the spirits of the animals around me, it, it all kind of ties in. And when you sit there in silence and tap into it, you're able to receive those messages. And that's a lot of how they communicate with me. But this has been uh, a 40 year journey for me from when I was young. Uh, every house that I lived in uh, was haunted, um, including, including a uh, family home. Uh, which I, which where we grew up with my mom and my grandmother, it was their uh, mom and dad's, uh, my grandfather, my great grandmother. Um, and they all passed away in there as well. And as I grew up, like I would, I would come out of my bedroom and see my grandfather sitting in his study uh, in his recliner, reading the newspaper like he did every day. And I would try and communicate with him and I'd, my mom and you know as a young kid being five or six I'm in tune we can see through the veil of this three this three-dimensional reality into other realms um 
Who did, and, who did, it, uh, who did it start with? Nick, I, I, I just, I got, I want, I don't mean to cut you off. It's a great story. I just, I, I want to know, like you're talking about being in the family. So in the family, were you in that family house that you were living in that you quote is, you know, you suggest is haunted. Um, were these the other generations of tarot card readers that you refer to as being a third generation of? Like, is that the same family uh, unit? Yeah, yeah. So this went, it went back to my great grandparents and then my grandparents. And then my mom, so my mom and my grandmother uh, were the original two, as far as I can go back, uh, of the cards that I use here today. My guest this evening is Nick Noir. Uh, they are a third-generation tarot card reader and just a cool person to chat with. Uh, Nick, thanks for sticking around. Um, give me an idea about cards, the cards themselves. Like, give us an idea if you can, and you know, kind of try to get a bunch of questions. So maybe we can just try to keep the answers kind of tight. Um, give me an idea about tarot cards, uh, what, how they work, why they work. Are there real ones? Some that are authentic, not so authentic, or they need to be special, um, you know, guided by anybody give me a hint around the actual tools that you use uh so the cards specifically are used as a mental object for your mind to attach to it uh to tap into those spaces within ourselves to our emotions the navigational system of the soul our heart uh so it's it's part psychology, it's part uh, intuition, and then the energy that they hold within them and the images that were created uh, back in 1957 that started the tarot cards have so much symbology in them that whatever our subconscious mind pulls from it is what we need because what we are seeking is seeking us as well uh, spiritually from our higher self, uh, from the guidance of the universe, the synchronicities, you know, when you think about a blue car, you see a blue car all day that day because yeah. you're focused. Yeah. Um, so I don't, it's the, the cards are a placeholder okay. for your logical mind to tap into your subconscious, to connect with your spirit and the, um, guides around you to help support you by using your gut instinct, your intuition, your emotions uh, with the cards that tell a story about the specific questions that you're asking. So it's not, so I get that. It's, you know, that makes a lot of sense. So it gives you something physical to see something you can visually connect to something that you can tangibly say is sending me the message, because obviously a lot of us would think it's just really weird that these messages just came to us out of, you know, out of nothing. So it, it makes a lot of sense that this is a, a visual conduit. But it's not doing the magic, right? The magic is really, and I say magic in in in, in the most respectful way. Um, it's not doing the the sort of the magical stuff that you do, the the stuff that you're just having bred in you that you're able to share what you feel, what you pick up. Uh, this is just a way for you to kind of give it something physical, so that it's just not so obscure as this as this kind of virtual mist of nothing, right? Absolutely. Uh, and the reason I do that, or the reason that all of us do that is because our right brain wants to control our thoughts yeah. Yeah. Uh, and wants to be aware of what's going on. And so when we, when we do that, we give our brain a puzzle so that our subconscious 
can come forth and give us the answers from within ourselves. Uh, so the magic is actually coming from us. Uh, once you get good at this with your intuition, the muscle memory of how you feel and what that makes you connect with, you don't need a crystal. You don't need cards. You can sit in meditation and find that place of Zen and ask the question and you can answer it yourself. Wow. But you have to, you have to be, uh, you know, my friend, you, you, you know, you'd have to be connected that way, you know, like um, just, you yeah. know, in my practice, I'm teaching people mindfulness and cognitive behavioral therapy, like all day long, every day, all day, every day. Not everyone gets it. They, it's, it's hard for people to gain that, that insight into just finding themselves in the day. I could only imagine the deeper you get into the more spiritually kind of mystical stuff it's harder to touch if you're not open to it so do you find that the people that you read for um do they have to be kind of prepped and prepared like you have to do your own kind of assessment as to whether you think they're going to be able to quote unquote connect and get it or can you break through and kind of get to anybody uh so first off um spirituality is not something you hold in your hand. It's the entire existence of the construct of a reality around us. Yes. Uh, and so with that, uh, I have people that come in with, with the readings. It's your own experience. And so if you're open to it, if you're willing to do the work, if you're willing to do the shadow work and to go in there and heal those wounds and open up and see what the problems are and accept that and then be able to release and let go of it and heal that and step into the present, then that of course is going to make you more in tune to appreciate the readings or more in tune to receive the message. Um, but it's also, there have been instances where people have come in that emotionally have walls up. They're skeptical. They don't believe yeah. in anything. And as yeah. soon as I strike a nerve, we go to the root of it. And they're like, how did you know that? You don't know anything about me. Well, your guides came forth and told me that you need to pay attention to this. And then we move through there. And even in those ratings, uh, within 30 minutes to an hour, we can break through some of the trauma and actually see what has caused that and, and try and work through that. Because over the past 100 years, within our generations, there are those curses of hurt people hurt other people. And so ultimately we're trying to stop that and to heal that and address that uh, through divination, through tarot, uh, through uh, shamanic healings, through Reiki and energy work and massage therapy. Uh, and we offer all of that at our shop, uh, Southern Sisters Ritual Apothecary uh, in London, Ontario. Oh, what's that name again? Uh, it's seven sisters, seven sisters in London, in London, in London, Ontario. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. I want to make sure people know how to get there and you might find me out there at some point. You know, I, we got such limited time. I wish I could keep you on all night. Uh, and so I'd love to have you come back again if, if that's okay. But, uh, you know, it sounds like we, you and I do a lot of the same stuff. It's, you know, people have to be open for therapy. They have to be open for change to make behavioral change. And, it, you know, you taught you and I, I think, talk the same language, just come at it from a different place. Uh, so I find it remarkable that uh, this is um, so cool. Like, I just I, I just in awe. Um, something that I found that was interesting on your website, uh, Nix, is that you offer something called witch defense classes. 
Um, give us a, a short version of what that's all about. Uh, so a lot of it is based upon protection uh, because there are a lot of psychic vampires out there. There are a lot of hurt people out there that are constantly wanting to attach or attack others. Uh, and so the witch defense class uh, that me and my partner Melanie uh, teach is all about how to ward yourself, protect yourself uh, using crystals, using iron nails, uh, using sigil magic, uh, coming into your space and shielding your aura, your energetic field uh, from, you know, especially over the past four years since the pandemic's hit, there's been a lot of depression. There's been a lot of alcohol. There's been a lot of mental yeah. illness. There's been a lot of uh, the, the sludge of the world weighing us down. And so it's a lot about that, protecting yourself from getting stuck in that cycle of suffering and getting stuck in that hole to where we're focused so much on the depression and not being able to be helped or get out of it that we lose hope and faith. So it's really about bringing you back into balance between the light and the dark, the positive and the negative. Amazing. Uh, we got a minute left. So I'm going to ask you the big question. 2023, is it going to be better for us, brother? Uh, yes. Uh, so this year, 2023, is the fourth year uh, of this new cycle. Uh, and so it's the number seven uh, when you break it down mathematically, and that corresponds to the chariot. And the chariot is all about seeking balance, finding that light within yourself, standing and speaking in your truth, being open, honest, and willing to receive and be responsible for your words and your actions. And that is also for us right now is the magician uh, cultivating our intentions and imbuing that essence into the seeds that we plant, that we want to water and grow into our future, changing our perspective from the negative in the past into yeah. the welcoming of change so that we can water and nurture ourselves and our growth into the future, into prosperity. Um, so everything that we've gone through from 2020 to now has been able to give us an opportunity to look inside ourselves and ask what is in alignment, what Perfect. feels expansive. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna, I'm sorry, gonna have to cut you off here. We got to go for a break. Uh, Nick's Noir, Seven Sisters in London. Nick's, we got to come have you come back. Thank you so much. You're an excellent guest, and I thank, I thank them so much for joining us tonight.